0: Welcome to BIV Today, I'm Tyler Orton. And look, I think we all know that the pandemic has really morphed the way that we do business in a very short period of time. Many businesses are now looking closely at AI and automation in a way that maybe they didn't just one year ago. And our guest today can offer some insights into how things are shaking out in the near and long term for the workforce here in Canada. I'd like to welcome onto the show Kevin Collins. He is CEO of Charlie AI. Kevin, thanks for joining us today.
1: Hi, Tyler. No, thanks for having me.
0: So I I think when a lot of people think of, you know, AI or automation in the workforce, maybe some of them are thinking of, you know, those robots you might see at like a plant for automobiles or something like that. But um, what is maybe more of the typical use that we would see in the workforce when it comes to artificial intelligence? Uh,
1: The typical use is, definitely more around the analytics and the software that we'll start to use on a day-to-day basis, especially on our remote work from home type environment. A lot of employers are gonna be looking at ways of automating the day-to-day processes, automating business aspects, because the workers are now remote. That interaction that we once had, that physical interaction is no longer there. You can't just walk down to an office So employees and employers are now looking at how do we incorporate automation into our day-to-day life? And that is where AI really comes into play.
0: I think there's always maybe some anxiety that people have about job security. And I'll just use kind of an example, like in my own profession, but look, I do an interview and then I have the terrible task of having to like transcribe these interviews. It it sucks up so much of my time. It's not as if our newspaper has some sort of, you know, professional transcriber, but just in the last year, Uh, We've been using transcription software that is just, it's very cheap. Like, I think it's like $10 a month now. Um, A lot of us at the paper, we all use it. It's making us that much more productive. And I'm wondering, like, do you guys get the sense that we kind of have to kind of uh, dispel some of those misconceptions that might be out there about, you know, the benefits that AI and automation have for the workforce?
1: I think we have to dispel that benefit. Yeah, we have to dispel those myths that we hear. Um, it's not the Hollywood view of AI, and AI is going to take some time to mature. Uh, There is going to be an impact on the workforce. I I think that's the other thing is, you know, I've seen some of the most recent stats coming out from government with regards to companies that adopt AI end up increasing their workforce. Uh, And I think that's the early mover advantage that's happening because these companies now have an advantage in the market, they're growing, and they still need to hire. But AI will have an impact on the workforce. Uh, you know, Just as you call, recalled about the transcription service, uh, no longer do you need admin to transcribe. You're now relying on software to do that. So there is a bit of a shift in the workforce. And it's not so much as jobs disappearing. It's now the shifting in skill sets. You've got a need for a new type of employee that is maybe of a higher skill. Uh, So you'll start to see a shift in the work. The labor market is going to shift because
0: of this. Well, and that's just it because like, I I know there are concerns that, you know, like some jobs might, you know, disappear. We've seen that before though, with say people that would work, you know, telegraph machines or, you know, lamp lighters, you know, back in the day, those are two examples people often point to. But I I think kind of that reskilling play is very much going to be, you know, something that we have to pay attention to, especially considering like the pandemic and, and like a lot of jobs in other industries have really been shaken up, you know, L- let's point to hospitality, or, you know, just tourism and stuff and that reskilling that's going on right now like how important is that going to be moving forward do you think.
1: Massively important. Uh, I've been in the computer industry for well over 30 years, and I've seen the impact that computers have had on that shifting workforce and the need to retrain. And anybody that didn't retrain got caught left behind and their jobs would go away. Uh, And moving forward, I don't see anything different. I think there has to be a massive retraining. I think there has to be opportunities for new schooling, new learning. There's a lot of opportunity even online for people to to learn new skills and new trades. Uh, I do have kids and grandkids myself, and that's the conversation I have with them. Be careful about your job selection, be, be careful about your skill sets. You have to keep up with the the moving tides, the shifting tides. And the workforce is changing, so adapt with that and learn some new skills, important skills as you move forward.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, and do you think that's, uh... You know, maybe I I don't want to say that it's the government's duty to, you know, take care of everything. But do you think the government is, you know, pushing forward with enough initiatives that will keep our workforce, you know, kind of on the level here, you know, fully adapting to kind of the changes that we'll see as technology really does, you know, continue to take hold?
1: Yes and no. Uh, I think there's certain segments of the government that are really focused on innovation within Canada. They're really focused on uh, creating new jobs and new skills based on that new work element. Um, But there's also another part of the the government that's really not adapting to that changing way of life. Um, And they're not introducing, I think, enough support around the retraining efforts. Uh, It's funneling money into existing jobs in job creation, on maybe low-skill areas or areas that aren't going to be seeing a future moving forward. Uh, Rather than, you know, focusing heavily on re-education, it's just not education of the youth. I think that also has to adapt and change, but I think it's re-education of the adult population as the job market shifts, especially with the pandemic, going to remote work, work from home, the job market is going to change significantly. You know, even at Charlie, we see a lot of shifting to side hustles, side gigs. Uh, people trying to create uh, more income from themselves using different, uh, you know, at home skills rather than being in an office or being in a workplace.
0: Well, and it's interesting because, like, I I still get the sense that there is kind of a labor shortage going on. Like, even if we have, you know, like you know, automation and all these tools that are going to be at our disposal, like, you know, labor is still quite in demand in Canada. Just look at kind of the immigration uh, initiatives that the government has put forward. I think they want to bring in like 3 million people, uh, new immigrants, you know, just to boost the economy and also to keep up with uh, demand as well.
1: Oh, definitely. And I, you know, don't get me wrong. I think there is going to be a, a labor shortage because even if you look at it from an AI perspective, there is not even close to being enough skilled resources to take advantage of AI. Uh, and AI is just not something you go and deploy. You have to put a significant effort into it. So you need skilled labor for that. Uh, you need a lot of the uh, expertise from a data science perspective to apply AI. Uh, even if I look at you know, the, the shift in the, the housing market and home renovations, I'm actually going through a home renovation myself. I view that as a lot of skilled labor and that's in high demand and there's a shortage of that. So looking for skilled labor, even to do those things uh, that we need for new home building, uh, for renovations, uh, even if you look at infrastructure projects that are gonna need skilled labor uh, to help with those, I think there is going to be a shortage. Um, but it's a shifting labor market. It's not It's not that the, the, the entire job availability might increase, but the labor market is going to shift to where the skills are going to be needed. And that's where the hunt for labor is going to be, is getting the skill in where you need it, when you need it.
0: What happens to those businesses that don't invest in this kind of technology moving forward?
1: Uh, it's going to be hard for them to survive. Just, you know, that's the the hard part about it. There You'll find businesses that will find their niche and can survive on that. Those might be lifestyle businesses where the business owners do make a good lifestyle for themselves. Uh, But for the businesses that want to grow, uh, grow their employee base, uh, they're going to have to accept some of the, the new realities. And that means investment into AI, process automation. There's a lot of different industries that are focused in on that. Uh, you know, even I come out of the industrial world where industrial manufacturers are investing heavily into automation, uh, not just in the space of automating their assembly lines, but looking at quality control, looking at new capabilities that they can introduce into the market as part of their innovation, just around AI automation.
0: Well, look—it's something that uh, I think we're going to be paying attention to for a long time. It, both, you know, kind of the implications that will have, you know, in the long term, but also kind of the near-term stuff that I, I think is just changing kind of the workforce so quickly just in the last year as a result of the pandemic. And I think that's why it's of such interest to people right now. Especially as you mentioned, there's that reskilling, you know, initiative that's going on right now. So I think we'll have lots more to talk to in the future. But uh, in the meantime, just Kevin, I, I want to thank you so much for joining us on the show today.
1: No, thank you, Tyler. I appreciate being on there. And that's certainly a topic that's near and dear to my heart.
0: Excellent. That is Kevin Collins, CEO of Charlie AI. That is it for the show today. But you can go to bib.com, find more interviews there, more stories as well. We will be back tomorrow, though. But until next time, I just want to thank everyone for listening. And I am Tyler Orton.